You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. It's a dance party on a step further as we welcome you in. My name is Andy Lynch, Connections Pastor, and already rocking out is Brooke Gensel and Kyle Gensel. Is is it always, Brooke, a party when you're involved? I feel like it is. I like to make it a party. <laughs> always. And a so dance that, party, at least. So you can't see the dancing. I'm sorry. This is just audio at home. You can make your own dance moves in your car, in your home, in your garage, whatever you're doing. Uh, but welcome in. We're going to have a fun conversation here today as we're continuing through our series Made for Mondays. And we've got Kyle and Brooke here, who perhaps you've seen around a little bit. Perhaps you've seen Brooke on stage singing. Uh, Kyle and Brooke now part of the Connect team, also life group leaders. And so let's get to know you guys first. Maybe some behind the scenes stuff. Um, Brooke's pointing at Kyle. So we'll, we'll start with you. Just kind of give us a synopsis of your faith journey and how, how you arrived here in 2021 following Jesus. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So... Um, you know, even coming into this, uh, you know, into this podcast, I was thinking about how does my faith journey even uh, relate to in the workplace? And, uh, you know, just to take you back to, you know, early childhood, you know, uh, definitely a family that uh, spent a lot of time in church. You know, we were there Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, uh, multiple times. And, you know, getting that type of a um, foundation was just instrumental in my walk with Christ. And, um, you know, like a lot of other people, you go through transitions in life. And I think, um, coming into my, I don't know, younger years of life, I, I kind of, uh, didn't have that poor in anymore. We kind of left out of the church and, um, I still had that foundation though. So that's why children, uh, ministry and, and things like that is very, uh, near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, I put a lot of weight on how I interact with kids, how I interact with my own kids, mm-hmm. things like that. So uh, that's just been something that's just been near and dear to me. Uh, and then you kind of fast forward through most of my young adult life uh, up until the 20s, I guess, not even adult life, teenage years, things like that. And once I got to uh, about 21, I come into the workplace, I'm out of college, and I start noticing a lot of uh, Christians around me in and, the workplace in the workplace yeah. absolutely and you know I don't usually when I'm asked for my testimony I don't usually go that far back um, but really thinking about it um, you know the people that I was around they influenced me so much and I already had that great foundation from being uh, you know young and being in the church and having people pouring into me Um, so it just kind of reignited that and I I get to work with people where I was working with people in a a non-Christian workplace even, um, that were really showing their faith, sharing their faith with me. I got to see how they were interacting with others and with me. And that just really inspired me to say, you know what, I want to, I want to go back. I want to, you know, learn more. I want to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. Um, so that allowed me the, the opportunity to actually come here to Kingsway. This was my, my first place back, um, on my faith journey. Even. Yeah. So that, that was an amazing, um, amazing way to start that journey even, even cause Kingsway is just amazing. You know, I get to, um, you know, just see the, the powerful worship here and just how, you know, great the messages were. Uh, and that was back in 2008. And, uh, just through, you know, life moving here and there, mm-hmm. there were times where I was too far, uh, removed from Kingsway as far as distance goes to where I was trying out different churches or I was at different churches. 
just blessed to be able to get back into uh, Kingsway, though. Uh, in two, around 2015, I moved back to the area and was able to really get that, um, you know, that momentum going again. Um, so, you know, it, it's, I guess my testimony really, I guess what I'm saying is goes back further than yeah. I would ever give credit to. Yeah. So uh, my testimony really started in 2017 when I was going through some difficult things and really decided that, um, you know, I needed to, to seek God above all else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was the moment in, in 2017 where I said, okay, I am 100% all in. Okay. And, you know, Kingsway was big in that for me as well. And uh, just having community and having people around me that um, I was able to um, pull from mm-hmm. and, and get that, you know, the knowledge and the inspiration of, of what it means to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So, um, again, it all sparked, though, from the workplace even. That's what reignited that love and that, that desire to get to know God. Um, so I was just su- super blessed to have just even a few gentlemen uh, that I worked with that were close to me that uh, I could just kind of watch. So uh, I don't know if that does it for you as that's, far as that's my- awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I I love to hear people's stories because as Americans that watch movies and Netflix shows, you know, we we want it to be this this cut and dry. It was this step. It was this step, and it was this step. And that's not always. Many times, that's not how God works. There's so many different opportunities. So many seeds that have been planted. And, and, and Brooke, you've been at Kingsway a lot in your life and you've, oh, yeah. you've had lots of seeds planted as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my <clears throat> testimony starts back pretty far as well, even, you know, generationally. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dad actually started going to Kingsway when he was in high school. And, um, so once he, he actually moved to Arizona, met my mom And then when I was nine years old, we moved back to Indiana. And so him having this this, uh, home already at Kingsway brought us back here. Um, And that's really where my faith journey started um, as a child. And at that age, you know, I I knew that I believed in God. I knew that I wanted a relationship with him, but I didn't really, I guess, understand the magnitude of that at that age. But I stuck with it, and um, it carried me all through you know, now still attending Kingsway, (laughs) I'm never leaving. Um, (laughs) so, but I think really when I think about my own faith journey, while it started there and I had those roots, I think, um, my, my testimony includes lots of different layers, layers of struggle and pain and really, witnessing what it meant to have a relationship with Christ. You know, before it was just almost this legalistic, I I have to get to heaven. <laughs> and so to do that, I got to have a relationship with God. It's a great dance party in heaven. It so is, I got to get yes. there, right? <laughs> exactly. I want to <laughs> dance. I need to do the sprinkler. Um, so, but then I think through my own trials and pain and struggle of questioning and feeling so alone in a lot of ways, I think God showed up. And God showed up in the people at Kingsway um, through my dad's life group. And, you know, to begin with, just watching how they supported each other and encouraged each other just helped me see, you know, how the Lord was providing for me. Mm -hmm. And so even as I went off to college and my faith became my own, um, I think that was a huge step as well where I started realizing, you know, even beyond just my faith as a teenager— stepping into adulthood, what it meant to have a relationship with Christ and that it wasn't this, 
um, sense of earning, uh, which I often struggled with uh, believing, but really understanding that the Lord just wants to be with me and provide for me. And I go back to that. Uh, Kyle and I even had this conversation this morning in times where I'm questioning, you know, does God really provide for me or show up? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm brought back to all those memories, even in those times where God showed up over and over and over and over again, um, you know, through other people or just, you know, through his, his word, his truth. And so that really deepened my relationship with him. Um, and I continue to go back to that. I, I love in both your stories, you both talked about conversations with people and you talked about noticing the way they lived. Mm-hmm. And so in turn, uh, how are you guys doing that in the workplace or, or wherever? How, how do you, you know, kind of just live the life of, of a Christian? And then how do you have conversations? What opportunities maybe have you had or are you looking to have, Kyle? Oh, yeah. So um, it, it's been amazing to see that the impact um, that we have in the workplace and just in public in general um, when you simply carry a book with you, um, I, I've noticed that a lot of people will tend to want to peek over and see, oh, what is what is Kyle reading? What is he, you know, into? And um, that's something that you'll find uh, when I'm at work all the time. Is there's always a book sitting on my desk, usually two or three books, honestly. Uh, but I try to always have you know something with um, you know either the Bible's with me or either it's a scripture-based book. Um, but people will ask questions about that. They, they want to know. They're interested. What is, what is that all about? Or, you know, can you tell me a little bit about what you're reading? Wow. And um, it goes even deeper than that. Uh, there was a time in, um, I don't know, it's probably been four years ago, five years ago now, where I decided I wanted to reread The uh, Purpose Driven Life. And I had pulled that book out of the, out of the nightstand, and I was like, ah, you know, this is, this is something I want to do again. And uh, I brought it to work, and I just decided it's more fun to do stuff in community. Mm-hmm. So I just walked around the room and just started asking people, hey, I'm reading this thing. It's, you know, 40 days. You know, you read a chapter uh, uh, a day, and that's it. And asked who wanted to do it with me. Well, I had, I don't know, maybe eight people out of 10 oh, wow. agree to read it with me. Some had their own copies. Some bought their own copies. And, and some of us just shared with others who didn't have a copy. And... What that did was everyone was bringing their book every day. They were sitting it on their desk. Huh. And so many people filtered through our office. And I was getting comments from people uh, out in the, the hallways and, you know, in the cafeteria just saying, you know, I didn't realize how many uh, people were Christians in, in your <laughs> office. And, um, you know, I had a, a guy who did um, work where I work, but uh, he was also a, a pastor on Sundays that oh, came wow. in and he was just blown away. He didn't realize that the people that he was interacting with in his day job, you know, mm-hmm. every day, uh, they were Christians. Mm-hmm. And uh, that coming from a pastoral level, even, yeah. um, you know, that was just inspiring to see that people were recognizing that, you know, we do have uh, a faith here. Yeah. and. Um, it's, it's been like that for years now and, and people know, um, you know, whenever they see those, those books sitting out, uh, it reminds them, it's just a gentle reminder that, um, you know, I have a set of beliefs and, you know, you can come to me, uh, with, with questions about that. Um, it's a great conversation starter and, 
uh, I just I, I really enjoy being able to to display that because it's able it's it gives me the ability to reach people that normally I would never think of reaching. Right. It's such a great practical way that draws people in. I love that. What have you done, Brooke? I think the phrase that stands out to me is set apart. Um, I'm not always very uh, assertive, unfortunately, with my faith. Um, But I think I've always had this desire to be set apart. You know, God calls us to be set apart and to be different from the world. And so I think just as I walk through life, whether it's in the workplace or even, you know, walking through Walmart, which I don't, I don't like Walmart much, but um, just this idea of being set apart, you know, how can I be a light anywhere that I go, whether that's smiling, which is difficult under a mask sometimes, but even just making eye contact. Um, I've noticed even as the masks have fallen away, the lack of eye contact that people make. Mm. And so I don't, try to creep people out by intensely <laughs> making eye contact, but I try I to, wish you would. I know maybe I'll try that sometime. Um, but I do try to make sure that people feel known. Um, and I mean, that's a huge part of my work. I'm a, as a marriage and family therapist, you know, um, making sure that everyone feels known and that they have a space to feel safe and that they can share with me. I have cashiers all the time. I just ask them, how's your day been? And I hear about, you know, their third cousin's cat being, you know, put down or something. That's oh, such man. a sad thing to talk That's about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have cleanups. I, <laughs> I brought my own box. <laughs> um, so, but I think, you know, being set apart, even in the workplace um, where, you know, I think I notice it even, you know, how I, I speak um, and how I encourage other people in the workplace. Uh, many of the people that I work with are are Christians as well. And so even being able to openly talk in staff meetings about how our faith impacts our work with our clients, wow. um, being open with my clients as well, whether they're believers or not, even being set apart in how I speak. And, you know, I, I noticed that sometimes, you know, people are like, oh, I'm so sorry, I said a bad word. And I'm like, it's okay, you know, there's openness here. But I think people just know from my demeanor Mm -hmm. um, that there's something different. Um, And, you know, in the right times, right context, I'm able to open up and share a little bit more about my faith and and how that gives me hope in hopes of giving other people hope. That's fantastic. Being set apart, that's something good to to remember. Um, Some good tips here. Uh, We got about five minutes left, maybe a little bit less. Can you tell... Your, your love story in, in five minutes or less, because as people see God working in our stories, they see him. And so I love to get those, those cool stories. And, and you guys coming together, Kyle, really is one of those stories from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want me to do it or you? It's up to you. All right. So why don't you go every other word? Every other word. Oh. See how you guys do it. We met. This isn't going to work. (laughs) So, um, yeah, God showed up so much in in our lives uh, when it came to our relationship. And um, it it just, it blows me away the amount of times that Brooke and I's paths crossed over the years uh, in so many ways through through church, through this church, through visiting other churches, Mm -hmm. through, um, you know, schooling and just where we were. Uh, we were always crossing paths, but the time was never right. And that's what just, it, it always builds me up to think about God's perfect timing for mm. everything. Mm. Because 
you never know. I, I mean, you want things to happen right away, but you know, that's not what God is, is about. You know, he's going to let it happen when it needs to happen. And had Brooke and I met at any point during our paths crossing, other than when we actually met, mm-hmm. it, it would have never worked for us. Wow. Um, so it, it really, it, it was down to the week even, mm-hmm. I mean, days and weeks of, you know, this was just the absolute right time for us to meet. Um, and, and even us getting introduced to one another was just a, you know, an amazing feat in itself. I mean, we, we probably never should have been introduced to begin mm-hmm. with. So, um, and we can accredit Megan to that. Yes. Thank you, Megan Yoder. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's, it's just a story of God's timing mm-hmm. and, and how wonderful, uh, waiting actually can be, you know, it wasn't until we both came to the conclusion that we can't do this on our own. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're done. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're not looking for relationships. We're not going to try to do it for ourselves. I was tired of praying for something and then trying to answer my own prayer. Wow. It doesn't work that way. I didn't realize it. You know, we, yeah. we put so much work into um, asking for something and then trying to uh, answer our own prayers. And, and God's just like, okay, when you're finished trying to answer your own prayers, I'll show you what I can do. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to look back. You know, he talks even to the week. Um, as we have reflected on our own stories and and walking through that that you know trying to answer our own prayers, which I did many a time, and um, as we re- reflect back, I think it was probably the same exact week that each of us had our come to Jesus moments, mm-hmm. where we said, "All right, I I'm no longer going to try to control this myself. I trust you, God." That again, going back to that provision, God, you've shown up before. You're going to show up again. Um, and then we were introduced and even that, honestly, I was like, whatever, we'll see if this guy's worth it. Wow. And, um, but I'll give him a shot. I'll see. And, um, you know, even seeing how he was set apart from every other guy that I had ever been in contact with before to see his pursuit of my heart, his following of the Lord and how he was such a good spiritual leader mm-hmm. as well. Um, it amazed me. And it allowed me to actually take that leap of faith and keep taking that leap of faith and keep taking that leap of faith uh, to get us to where we are today. Happily married. Happily married. Absolutely. Very cool. Yay, marriage. Yay, marriage. Good plug for marriage. There's not enough of it out there, is there? (laughs) Fantastic. Well, thank you for sharing. Well, one thing that stood out, you both said, we can't do this on our own. And, And really, isn't that the theme of... I mean, everything, isn't that the theme of this series made for Mondays? We can't be joyful on Mondays on our own. We can't tell our coworkers about Jesus on our own. We can't, you know, find our spouse on our own. So hopefully that encourages you uh, listening in. If you have more questions for Brooke and Kyle, feel free to reach out to me, alinch at kingswaychurch.org. We would love to continue this conversation a step further. Have a great week.